I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. And today is a super helpful, practical strategy that you are going to walk away with. It's going to feel a lot better. We're talking about chores, which makes you want to cringe and not feel good, but we're talking about ditching them. So don't worry. We are going to take care of your house, but we're going to do it in a way that the whole family is doing it and we're not grumbling about it. We're making it easier, making the space feel better and understanding what we're even doing. We're taking care of our home and why that's important. So this is super simple, but life-changing in the way you approach your home and your family works together and can enjoy your space. So before we dive into that quick life hack, we always talk about ways to make mom life easier on this podcast. And that is really where we're at today and making it simple to be more productive. It's an empowering journey of self-awareness and intentional living, but always staying humble by remembering God is in control. All right, now let's dig into getting rid of the chores and what we're doing instead. All right, we are diving into the concept of chores today. And I feel like it is just another one of those sources of mom guilt. It's like, are we supposed to give chores? Are we not? Is it too much? Is it too little? When do I start? Like, it's just another overwhelming thing as moms of how to figure out how to do it and to do it well. So that it is helpful because I feel like the other side of this coin is we don't want to assign chores because we're not happy with how our kids do the tasks, like it doesn't meet our standards. And when we fall into that whole, oh, it's just easier if I do it myself trap. And that's honestly not the great way either, because you have to teach your kids how to do these things and they're not going to do it perfectly out of the get go. Um, So it is, it can be a little bit of a painful process of learning, but it is important. And so it's just, it's hard. It's tricky. What do we do? What do we not do? And I want to approach this from a different lens today for this whole idea of just how to get things done around the house and and getting our kids and just getting the family involved. And I want to think of it in a different way. We are ditching the idea of chores. So that term, we're just tossing it out the window. Take a breath. (laughs) You're still going to get help. We're still going to do the things but we're not going to look at it through the lens of chores. I feel like they, just that idea has this connotation and comes across as a form of punishment. Like, here's your chores. Like, you got to do these things. And I know you don't like them. And no one likes them. But you got to do it. And we're fully expecting, like, the huffing and puffing, like, eye roll reaction (laughs) to all of it. And it's just built up to be this whole thing. And that's not helpful for anyone. And we don't want to because that's how we're going to view it too. Like taking care of the home is just like, ugh, this chore and it's just never going to be enjoyable. And it's just another thorn in your side type of thing. And so we just really need to give this a whole little remake, like do over (laughs) refresh of how we view this. And so I like to call it take care time. And just the idea of 
everyone that lives in this home is responsible for taking care of the home. We all contribute to the mess. We all contribute to the cleaning up of the mess and just maintaining a space that we feel good in. And so my angle, this is still a work in progress and fine tuning, but what has really worked for me in terms of just getting things picked up, because I feel like that's the main angle here, not so much all of the hardcore cleaning, but that is involved, but I'm going to focus on just just the picking up because <laughs> that's a lot of the mess and a lot of what we do all day, every day. That's what we feel like is we're just picking things up, picking toys up, picking dishes up, just picking up <laughs> all day long. That's our job. So <laughs> let's, let's shift to that and we're going to assign a time of when that happens. And so around here, I used to call it the five minute pickup, which if you like better, you can choose that may or may not really be five minutes, but it sounds good. Depends on how much you keep up during the day. But I've moved to just the end of day reset. We're going to do a room reset. So let me tell you what a room reset is. And typically it's like your living room or that main living space where all the toys get dragged into and backpacks end up in and shoes around and just all the things cluttering the floor and the couch and everywhere. And so there's a certain time at the end of the day, every day, and that's like devices turn off and it is room reset time. And that's the expectation. And there is not, most of the time, there is not um, pushback on doing this because it's the routine. Everyone's used to it. That's what we do. And so it relieves some of that like Ugh, just the, just sometimes we avoid even bringing things up because we don't want to deal with the argument, right? And so setting that expectation where it happens at like the same time, for us, it's like end of the day, like an hour before bedtime. Um, you can choose whatever works for you. Maybe it's right after dinner. Doesn't matter. Whatever works for you. But you pick that same time pretty much every day during the week and it is room reset time. And so it does really help to do this as a family, sometimes like the kids are, it's usually a lot of their mess. And so they are going to take the majority of this, but it does help when you're involved a little bit too, to feel more of this again, that it's the whole family contributing and not just you. And so a lot of times I may, um, make category piles. So if you have more than one kid, just being like per kid, like, Hey, here's your stuff that goes to your room or even beyond like, Hey, here's your plastic figurines, here's the dolls, here's random clothes that are out here and just kind of make piles so they can at least take one category and go in and put it away where it belongs without a lot of thinking and hopefully avoiding more of the just go in their room and dump it on the floor. Does that happen sometimes? Yes. (laughs) Do we try to avoid that? Yes. So this whole categorical thing where you are just out there kind of making piles real quick and they're moving things to their room. Um, we're on a single floor style. If this is going upstairs, it may be helpful to have like the basket for everyone. Um, again, whatever works for you in your space, but this whole idea of stopping and resetting the room, because it may be helpful, especially when you first start this to be like, okay, it's room reset time before we start everyone look around the room. How does it feel? Is it easy to walk around? Is it easy to sit down? 
Is it easy to play with all the stuff on the floor? You bring attention and awareness to the current state of the room, which typically feels like a tornado went through and there's stuff everywhere and you're at risk at stepping and breaking something or yourself at any given moment. So it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear that it's not a great peaceful feeling, but it helps to draw attention to this instead of just saying, go pick up, go clean your room all the time and never highlighting why that may feel so obvious and like, why would you even need to bring it up? But they're kids and they're learning. And it's one of those things that's important to highlight. So it's not just like, ah, mom's telling me to do this again. But for them to understand like, well, yeah, I do see it's really hard for me to sit down because I have all my toys on the couch and there's all this stuff on the floor. Like they do notice and they're like, okay, I can't really argue that much with the fact that it it really is a mess. (laughs) You can't deny that it is a mess. So then you go through the process of everyone kind of working together. Some days you may be more involved, some days not at all. It's going to depend on your kids' ages, how big of a mess. If you got a late start, you know, this is flexible with grace. Um, But just making that routine that every night you're doing this And then again, especially in this beginning phase, once you're done, you do the same thing. Like, okay, let's stop and look around the room. How does it feel now? Does it feel easier to sit down and play in this room? Does it feel better? And just drawing attention to that and like, wow, it's easier to to play now. If we want to read a book before bed, it's easier to grab a book and sit down together. Like there's different, or if we want to play a family game before bedtime, which is Um, I'm trying, and this is something again, still in the works. And I'm just sharing with you guys on the journey. I don't have this perfected. I'm here with you in the trenches, just sharing the tools that are making it easier. And so the goal is that it is no device time for this last hour or whatever. And we do the cleanup and we do maybe some homework elements. We do some reading, we play a family game and it's good for all of us to get off of our phones and not just be like distracted and doing other things and it, being the example and making family time a priority and just ending the day well. Because there's something to be said about just like ending well, no matter how the day is gone and ending with that little kind of like dopamine hit of like, okay, we were productive. Like I saw a mess, the mess is gone. We feel better. We got some quality time together. We played a game or we just kind of toss the ball around inside or we did something together and you're united and it just feels good. That feels like a mom win. Like that's how we want to end our day, right? So it's very, this simple concept of a room reset at night just goes a long way in a, just a lot of different categories of mentally, emotionally, physically, checking a lot of boxes just to give a clean slate at night. So you get your kids to bed and you're coming back to the living room and you're not walking into the mess and being bitter and resentful. Then now you have to pick it all up and you can't put it away because it goes in their room and you just put them to bed. So you're just setting yourself up for constant frustration and never getting things fully picked up. And so this idea of taking five, 10 minutes, maybe it takes longer again, depending on the mess. Um, just for everyone to work together. And it's amazing how quickly you can get things put away. And so this is 
just a really helpful strategy. And you can, again, depending on ages, like you can go a step further aside from just sort of tidying and picking up. If you want to do like one quick cleanup task of somebody vacuums the rug in the living room, someone takes one of those like Clorox wipes and wipes down doorknobs and light switches. Like you can add in a quick little cleaning task or like wipe the counters. It's an easy time to also do one little cleanup thing like that as well. And so you can kind of play with it and see whatever needs to be incorporated that night and what routines kind of work for you and your kids. Um, Just play around with it. But it's a very powerful thing that everyone's just coming together to take care of the house. And I will ask my kids, I'll be like, what are we taking care of right now? We're taking care of our home. We're taking care of our toys. Because if we don't take care of it, things get broken and dirty and fall apart and all the things. Again, you're bringing awareness as to why we're doing this. We're not just barking orders. We're bringing awareness to what's the point of this. And to slowly just like bring understanding. And over time, it's going to sink in a little bit more. And there's just a lot of powerful lessons here. And you can even go a step further. I have in the Family Command Center, I'll put the link in the show notes, um, it's on my Etsy, that it's got like calendar and and other things, but one one piece of this component is the take care timesheet. And this can change um, all the time. Like the kids could do sort of the same task, kind of have their role every week or even month or longer. It can last for a while or you can change it up, but it has family contributions for that week of how is everyone contributing to taking care of the home. And so there's little blocks where you can write the person's name and what the task is. So maybe that week someone has like cleaning the floor. Someone has wiping off like tables and counters someone has like trash or whatever works in these typical like chore categories that you may have been working through, this is the place where it's all listed and everyone can see that everyone's contributing. They know what their task is. They don't have to constantly ask or you remind them be like, hey, check your take care timesheet. Have you checked off for the day or checked off for the week and make sure everyone's doing their part. And that everyone realizes we're all in it together. And it's not just mom doing all the things. And even a visual of like, hey, this is what it takes. This is all the tasks we have to get done all the time. Um, And not to have to be at like this perfect, picked up, clean home. Like that just, I don't know, maybe for some of you, that's awesome. I'm not there. (laughs) I'm much better at picking up than all the hardcore cleaning. Um... But for whatever this looks like and what you want your home to feel like on a regular basis, these are the main tasks that you want to write down and stay on top of. And just an added bonus on this take care timesheet at the bottom, especially if your kids are getting a little older, um, but really for any age, it's a reminder, not only do we take care of our physical space, it's not just for taking care of the home, that's the main thing, but there's a reminder of how are you taking care of your mind today? And if they're school age or your homeschooling, whatever, it should be pretty easy. Like, oh, I went to school and are learning something. Sometimes it's also just taking a real break. This goes for you. This is everyone in the house, not on your phone scrolling, like 
taking a legit break, laughing and having fun, listening to music. And there's like blank spaces on here for you to fill in whatever fits. But like, how are you taking care of your mind? That whole mental health piece. And then how are you taking care of your heart today? Did you pray? Did you do any worship or read the Bible? Or maybe you have a gratitude journal, like a thank you list, whatever that looks like. Again, fill in, there's ideas there and then spaces for you to write in. For you guys, how do you take care of your heart? And then, so mind, heart, body. The last one is body. How are you taking care of your body? Reminder to exercise, just movement of any kind. Go outside, eat a balanced meal, try and get several food groups in there, drink water, whatever those pieces look like. It's a reminder that we're very holistically, we're taking care of our physical home, and then we're taking care of ourselves, mind, heart, and body. And so it's just a fun little sheet to have up to be visible, to be a reminder of taking care of things and that it is important and it's not complicated. It's not a crazy complex system you have to do. It's just a reminder um, that everyone in the family is taking care of the space and themselves. And so I just hope this, this little sheet is helpful for you to facilitate that. Um, again, it's in the show notes. You can go check it out, but yeah, just to make it a priority to get everyone involved and on the same page of taking care of yourselves and your space, and that it should not just rely on you and of doing all these chores and that we get rid of that vibe that chores has. And we are just resetting. We're just clean slate every night or whatever time you choose to do it. Clean slate of that peaceful space in our home, making it easy to spend time together and do things together. And it's just a really powerful shift of being a more positive, seeing quick change in a space and making it feel good and making it easy to be in versus just, all right, here's your daily chores and everyone's cranky. And this is more unified and just making a better space and just more with that understanding of why we're doing it. And so, yeah, I hope this really helps lighten your load as a mom and to share it without feeling like it's an extra thing that you're going to have to fight with your kids about and just dread and all of that. So, yeah, I just hope you get to experience the same shift as well for it to just be a lighter, more enjoyable thing that you work together as a family and are more united and your house is less messy. (laughs) So ditch those chores and start the reset. And I would love to hear how it goes. Seriously, I'm not just saying that. Send me an email or a message and tell me how this works or if you're struggling with it. Like I'm happy to bounce ideas around or let me know if you kind of find your own hack as you're trying this. Um, Yeah, like share with me. Let's do this together. All right, get that reset on. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If anything was helpful or gave you new ideas or encouraging, would you bless one of your friends and share it with them? We're all in this together to make mom life easier. So please share. And my favorite thing is to hear from you. 
So please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email with any questions or comments or what you would love to hear more of on the podcast. And it would make my day. So reach out. And in the meantime, let's go check some boxes.